What about this one? <laughs> Mighty. This is this actually. Is, and this is why we have all the subs. They they love our our humor, our our uh, our rapist wit. <laughs> Hey, weekend drive. You know what today is? What? Episode 69. Weighing in with Travis Hartman. Oh my gosh. I'm B Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. Usually when I hear that number, someone says, nice. That's what he said. That is made probably. So Weekend Trav, we we are. That episode 69 is the wrap-up episode Ooh, well, is that what, i don't know if that's what you do um so, you know, we, we need to have a conversation off mic <laughs> so we can try you are you are correct we are uh, uh 2021's over we're at 2022 so we get to look back at last year some of our favorite moments things that we want to address just like we did last year's show last year's show we talked about uh, breakout fight of the year and comeback fight of the year. So we're going to have some of those similar themes and we're going to jump right into it. But I would be remiss if I did not state the obvious that this is still the number one beards, bourbon, though we're not drinking bourbon this month, uh, and boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym, typically. Shot on a Sunday or Monday. Today is Monday and we're not in a boxing gym, but here we are. Number one. We're, oh. we're working remotely. We are working remotely. Uh, you know, happy uh, holidays. I guess they're over. Uh, anyways, Weekend Trav, I'm happy to be here with you and it's good to see you. So Weekend Trav, we're going to jump right in and I'm going to throw the mic over to you. You know, we want to go through some of these categories for you folks at home. And if you have something otherwise that maybe we're missing, comment below. Give us some uh, feedback as to who you think might or should win these categories. I have my thoughts. You have your thoughts. But we're going to jump right to you, Weekend Trav. And we're going to jump into what we dub as the breakout fighter of the year. And here's here's kind of let's set, set the stage for what this really means. This is somebody that maybe didn't come out of nowhere, but really shocked the hell out of everybody and really put his name on the uh, on the state of boxing and, and his stamp on boxing. We can travel. I'm going to toss it to you. Your 2021 breakout fighter of the year. Yeah, it's going to be somebody that nobody really probably has heard of or really talks about, but I'm giving it to Josh Taylor. This guy, I think really made his splash onto the scene. Um, with I think he I think he won, he unified the titles if I'm not right if I'm not um, I'm yes. wrong. That's I mean, correct. He, he did unify so, and I think he's he's a force to be reckoned with. And you know the funny thing is when we um, a year ago literally this month we were down in uh, Texas for those the zone fights when uh, we met the McGuigans. The McGuigans used to train Josh Taylor, and yep. they told us they're like, hey, this guy's legit. And I'm yeah. like, dude, I've never really, he's never been on my radar. I've never really paid attention to him until now. Yeah. He won a big fight this year. And, and I, I think that, I think that Josh Taylor, and I believe he's 140, so he's a light welterweight. Um, I believe he splashed onto the scene um, with his big win. I was over, I believe it was Jose Ramirez, who 
was also undefeated at the time. It was, yes, it was Jose Ramirez and it was for the WBC, the WBA, the IBF. And so it was, dude, it was for all the marbles, man. So that's why he is my breakout fighter of the year because of that very reason. Um, I just think that this guy has the, the ability and the, the skill to be long lasting as well. The way he fights is just, he's a phenomenal fighter. I mean, what he did to Jose, Jose Ramirez was pretty impressive, man. Yeah. So uh, I think that's a very, very excellent pick, very solid pick. And, and you know what, I'm going to go a different direction, but not very far, not very far direction. However, this might be the kiss of death because last year I gave it to uh, Teofimo Lopez, which I don't know if you agreed with that one or not, but that's who I gave it to last year. Well, this year I'm giving it to the guy that put him on his butt and put him in his place. And that's George Cambosas Jr. coming from Australia. That is my breakout fighter of 2021 for some similar reasons that you just told me about Josh Taylor. You know, he, he had been a longtime sparring partner, Manny Pacquiao, other things, but he came in like a whipsaw, waited for that fight too. It had been months, months of buildup and excuses from the Lopez camp. And all of a sudden, George Cambosas came in over here a couple months ago and shocked the world and, uh, and, and hurt Vegas a little bit, helped our pockets. We know that. Uh, but ultimately, uh, he uh, took home several belts, and I think the sky's the limit for this guy coming in 2022. I think that you're correct, and I, I'm not upset with that pick because you are correct. He definitely pulled off one of the biggest wins um, of the whole year. I mean, it was one of the biggest upsets of the year for sure. I just – the reason why I don't give it to him on my book is because I don't think Cambosis can keep that title. I think he's super talented. Obviously, the kid's mental is what's so good about him. He's so mentally strong. I feel like he willed himself to win that fight um, against Teofimo Lopez. I just, I'm not really sure in that division if he's the most talented. So that's the only reason that I end up choosing Josh Taylor because I think Josh Taylor can, can keep winning. I don't know that Cambosis can, but he proved us wrong. Actually, he proved us right. He proved, well, we said, uh, truth be told, we said uh, Lopez would win that fight, but then we bet the other way around and and either way. And so it is what it is. That's breakout fighter of the year. You pick Josh Taylor. I pick George Cambosis Jr. What I will say before we move on to the next category, pay attention to my man, Edgar Berlanga coming in 2022. He's coming in hot. He's 18 and 0. So be paying attention. Uh, Fight of the year, weekend Trav. fight of the year. I'm going to toss it to you. Fight of the year. I I think I I think most of the world probably be in agreement here. I have Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder three. I think yep. that I mean I, I think there was a lot, and that's the crazy. There was a lot of great fights this year. There was, yep. but I just think the build up to that, all of the the ramifications, and the boxing goes where the heavyweight division goes, and that's kind of how it is. Even though we got a lot of popular guys that are not heavyweights, but when the heavyweight division does good overall boxing is blossoming. And that's because of guys like Tyson Fury. And honestly, the Deontay Wilder fight was a phenomenal fight. I mean, there was a lot of back and forth. I believe yep. that uh, uh, Tyson Fury even went down and then yep. obviously uh, he ended up knocking out uh, Deontay Wilder later in that fight. So I think without a doubt, I think that that was the number one fighter fight of the year. Yeah, we're in agreement on this one. I do, I also picked Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder for all those reasons you mentioned. You know, it was a great back and forth battle, probably I think until like round seven, six or seven. I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, but you you actually saw the heart 
come out of Deontay Wilder, him actually looking like he wanted to compete and he needed to win until he just didn't have anything left. But overall, gave the fans, you know, it was an excellent spend of money. It was a great, great fight and great buildup. The, the, the drama, it was all those things you hope for when it comes to these bigger bouts, um, not just the quick knockout or anything like that. It was there was suspense and drama. And so overall, that's why I also gave it to Tyson Fury, uh, yeah. Deontay Wilder three. It takes two to tango. So that's why it's ultimate respect to Deontay Wilder because Tyson Fury, you cannot be in fight of the year if you just dominate the other guy. Yeah, it has to be equally back and forth. And this one was, I mean, you were right. Deontay Wilder showed how massive this guy's heart is. Yeah. I guarantee you when he walks down the street, sparks fly because this man's balls are the size of melons. All right, wow. because the fact that he stood and took that beating for that long and he finally finished on his face, knocked out, was massive. The guy's balls are just massive. They're probably too big for his brains, to we, be honest. I, but, I, might, I, I might get you an anatomy and physiology textbook uh, soon so you could take a look at where the heart is and where the balls are. They're not really that close together. So, you know, maybe they're interlinked. I don't know. Anyways, so that's what we got fight of the year. Moving on. And this is one of folks' favorite categories we can trap. And hopefully we have some footage and hopefully we have things that we can actually display here that gives you a sense of why we love this category so much. And we're talking about knockout, a.k.a. the money shot of the year. Of the year, everybody. Of the year. Okay, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this one first uh, because I think you have a few other ones that that I'd be like I don't know who those guys are, but you know them and I want to see them. But I told you I like to see these things nasty, and yeah. and, and I also like nasty knockouts. Oh well. Uh, so what's yours? So it's got to be well. We're, we're fresh off the heels of this, and the reason why it's not because it was so super devastating though. The guy's face went straight down hitting the canvas. It has to do with the magnitude behind the punch, the ramifications behind the knockout. And that is Jake Paul's knockout over Tyrone Woodley. Now, what I mean by ramifications, it continues to push Jake Paul into the tra trajectory that some purists don't like, MMA guys certainly don't like, but keeps putting him in the limelight and that was a massive knockout for all those haters out there that say it was fixed and rigged and all sort of stuff you have the video where all of a sudden he's going like this and people think that was a cue get over it okay it was a solid not knockout me. boxers professional boxers even say "Ooh, that was that was nasty that was dirty i i agree with i agree with that pick i i couldn't pick just one so i had like a top three top four and that was one of mine that was in there because I don't care who it is or who you are. That knockout was legit. Like that was anytime a guy face plants and he doesn't brace himself with his hands, he was knocked out. It yeah. was a great shot. It was right in the middle of the ring. It almost reminded me and please forgive me because these guys are legends and hall of famers, but it almost reminded me of Manny Pacquiao knocking out Ricky Hatton right in the middle of the ring. Big shot. Yeah. Boom. Collapse. Again, don't hate me. I'm not even coming close to comparing Jake Paul to those guys. But the way the knockout happened and how explosive it was, and it was right in the middle of the ring, 
it reminded me of when Ricky Hatton got flattened like in the first or second round by Manny Pacquiao. So Jake Paul, like props, bro. It was a phenomenal knockout, man. It really was. What else did you have? Uh, you said you had a couple possible runners up. What, what are we looking at? So, I, I mean, I think I have to include Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 3 as well. That final knockout where he fell and collapsed the, at the very beginning, I thought that was a phenomenal one too. I mean, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 3 was a great, phenomenal knockout too. So it's right up there on my list as well. And then you cannot forget about Oscar Valdez and when he KO'd Belchert. It was, oh my gosh. Um, we're going to definitely probably show this video. It's a, it's a short clip, 17-second clip. Oscar Valdez blows this guy out, and he almost falls face first, too, and just goes limp to the front of the of the canvas. And it was a phenomenal knockout, and I think it's got to be up there on your one, two, or three list. I'm not listing these in any specific order, though, because they're all that good. Yeah, so there, right are lot, there are a lot out there, folks. I mean, if you just look up. 2021, you know, knockouts of the year or whatever candidates, you're going to see several of these things, the ones we talked about, but also other really just arbitrary ones, the guys you probably never heard of, but the, the disgusting things, the ones that you see guys literally half their body turns, uh, turns around the other half hasn't quite made it yet. Those are the kinds of stuff that are just sicko knockouts, which are great. But yeah. for us, there's a little bit more uh, impact on some of these other names that we're talking about here on these knockouts, which are still highlight worthy highlight reel i got one more which is gabe rosado versus mm -hmm. this guy's name is very difficult bechtimer mel kazuiv it was literally and the the good thing about rolls this is right off the tongue. yeah rolls right off the tongue it was uh gabe rosado just obliterated this guy and it was a big upset too because gabe rosado's a journeyman i think he's got 12 12 plus losses as a pro with like 20 something wins. So he doesn't have a pretty record, but he's fought the best in the world. And when he knocked this guy out, man, I'm telling you, we'll show a little video clip of this massive shot. So I got about three or four. Now I got Oscar Valdez versus Miguel Burchelt. Um, obviously Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. Um, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury three. Mm -hmm. And then Gabe Rosado versus Mel Kazuev. I don't even know how to say his name, but if you Google Gabe Rosado 2021 knockout, I guarantee it'll come up because it was vicious. Yeah. So there you go, folks. That's uh, so we got another category and that's fine, but that is the uh, money shots of the year, uh, otherwise known as knockouts of the year. But those are our take. That's our take on the 2021 money shots of the year. Moving on. We can draft. Now we got what's the, fi the final one? Fighter of the year, right? Big time fighter of the year. There's less suspense to this, okay? Because we shower this guy with praise all the time, well, and it's warranted. And, yeah. and that's why it's a very easy call on my part, and probably on your part, unless you you throw a curveball at me here. And to me, this goes to Canelo Alvarez. He fights constantly and wins constantly in devastating fashion. This guy is, to me, the top pound-for-pound pound Mexican fighter of all time. He is he has ascended to that. And, and you can have your argument otherwise, that's fine. But look at his track record. Look at what he's done and continues to accomplish. Yeah. And that's the, that's the biggest part, continues to yeah. accomplish. So for me, 2021 Fighter of the Year, Canelo Alvarez. I'm going to throw you a curveball because I am picking Terrence. I'm kidding. I'm oh, going with Canelo. Alvarez. That's not much of a curveball from you. That's straight down the, yeah, the plate. Know, right? 
<laughs> but uh, no, I th- I 100% agree. And I think that it's 100%. How, I don't know how you can give it to anybody else, to be fair, because he his win over or over Caleb Plant this year was phenomenal. You could probably even throw that in there at one of the knockouts of the year as well, because him putting away Caleb Plant was phenomenal too. Yeah. Because Caleb Plant was more than a worthy opponent. Um, he was a world champion. So it was it was a legit win. It was a legit knockout. It was why I am picking resoundingly unanimous decision. Canelo Alvarez. I mean, I think that it's crazy if he's not. So I think we're both in agreement on a couple of things there. And I think that one for sure is to me, that's a no brainer. I really do. I think that's an easy one because this guy is great. We're watching greatness and thank God that we're a part of this era while we're doing this podcast when Canelo is at his peak like this. Yeah. And to be, and to be clear to any folks that are, you know, uh, mixed martial arts fans as well as boxing fans, we are, this is specific to boxing. We're not trying to rip on the MMA world or any other kickboxing, things like that. This is specific to boxing. So we're just going to give props to that. Cause that's uh, because once again, we're the number one beers and mm-hmm. boxing podcast in, in, uh, in this demographic in the world, uh, blah, blah, blah. So that is 2021 fighter of the year, Canelo Alvarez, uh, weekend Trav, that's the list. But I don't want to end the show there because this is the first episode of the year. Happy New Year, 2022. How many times have you said 2021 or written 2021 on accident so far? Every single time. There you go. Well, it's 2022, <laughs> folks, episode 69 and Weekend Trav. I want to know, what are you looking forward to most when it comes to boxing for this year, 2022. I, this is, this is stupid that I'm still looking forward to this, but I'm still looking forward to um, maskless big time fights on TV for boxing, because I still watch boxing matches or events across the world. And I know it's surging right now where I see people ringside wearing masks. I see the referees yeah, have to wear masks. Who cares? Omicron's nothing. Masks. I just want to see boxing be normal again. So, but to be more specific, I want to continue to see boxing put on competitive fights. I think this year of 2021, I don't think we saw a lot of blowouts. We didn't see a lot of tomato cans getting matched with world champions. I thought we seen a lot of, world champions fighting other world champions. I thought we've seen a lot of guys fighting number one contenders in the world. I thought we saw a lot of competitive fights, although a lot of the favorites did win, but it wasn't easy. It, it wasn't was convincing. Game. Yeah, exactly. There was nobody that really blew everybody out other than Canelo Alvarez, even Tyson Fury. He didn't blow out Deontay Wilder. He took some licks. Do you, out, do you think, do you think that's a function of, um, you know, the guys uh, that should have been quote unquote tomato cans uh, fighting up to that level, or maybe the guys that should have rolled over these guys fighting conservative. So they know they'll win or feel comfortable that they'll win, but don't want to make a mistake and be just thrown off. No, for once, I'm going to give credit to promoters and TV because promoters and TV are matching these guys appropriately for fans and for credibility. Mm. So I think it's all about the matchmaking. It's all about, I don't know. I don't, I just don't think we're seeing the Timidican guys getting fights now because finally there's money in boxing. So finally, um, I think zone and television networks, the pay-per-view networks have took out their checkbook and they yeah. wrote some big checks 
and it's paid off because we've gotten some big time fights. We've got some competitive fights, even like on ESPN plus, we got some crazy good competitive fights. So I think now because the money is in boxing and there is money there, I think that you're seeing guys that are now raising their level of competition and raising their level of their game. So tomato yep. cans normally would go out there and lay down because they knew they were going to get paid. But now tomato cans are going out there fighting their asses off because they're like, you know what? I want to be here again. I want to get yeah. paid again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so I think that's a great thing to look forward to in boxing for 2022. I'm going to get a little bit more specific 2022. I want to see something happen in the lightweight division. Or, oh, sorry. Sorry. Did I get that? No, that's not, yeah, 130. 135 yeah, lightweights. I want to see something happen with all these guys. You know, uh, we keep hearing all these names thrown around the potential of this guy fighting this guy and, you know, you know, Haney fighting Lopez or fighting Davis or fighting Lomachenko or the mixer match of all these. I want to see it happen. We've talked about the bracketology before. I want to see this actually happen. Okay. That is, it's almost a wish list. It's not even what I'm looking forward to because it's not a given, but I want yeah. to see in 2022, Something transpire with these top, call it five, six, seven, eight guys in that division, and finally crown me a sure, true king of that division. You know, I think you're right. And I think last year on our show in January, that was what we were talking about. We're like, that division is hot. That division is going to be awesome. That division is going to do so many things in 2021. While that division did have a couple very exciting fights because the Cambosis upset sure, Lopez, exciting, sure. but the potential for that division with all of those fighters, how deep it is, and the bracketology that you talk about, it's there. So I think in 2022, there's no reason why that division shouldn't deliver even more. Yeah, yeah, and no, I agree. And, I, and I'll give a little love to the ladies too. I also look forward to what's next for uh, the likes of an Amanda Serrano. A Katie yeah. Taylor, any of these other big names, and do any of these names, depending on the weight class, cross paths? Yeah, we, and we got Clarissa Shields is still out there. If she's deciding if she want to do MMA or she want to do boxing, so we have Clarissa Shields, we have Michaela Mayer, we have Katie Taylor, you have Amanda Serrano, you have so many. The women's division is getting a little bit deeper. Um, I still, those fights are still not my cup of tea yet. Right? Maybe they'll get there. I don't know, but for me, as a pure boxing fan. Um, they're, they're highly skilled fights for sure, but it's, it's kind of like when you compare it to WNBA and NBA, it's, I like to see slam dunks, not layups. Oh, sure. And that's why, like, I'll give the UFC credit on this one. They did a great job marketing and finding talent. It wasn't just about a pretty face, you know, or with, uh, what's her face back a few years ago. Oh yeah. They actually have fighters and they have main event caliber matches between these ladies, depending on the weight class. Right. So same thing there boxing. I think it's just with the women's boxing, it's just lacking numbers in my opinion of quality uh, on each weight class. Cause you can get some of these names with like a Clarissa Shields. I mean, she's heavier than any of these other names we're talking about. So she's going to be in a class of her own. Who's, who's going to fight her. Right. Um, so anyways, so a couple things that, you know, maybe 2022 will spit that out for us. Uh, but we can draft. Yes, sir. Let's give me a final thought here uh, before we wrap this sucker up. I don't have my typical tropical shirt on because I am bringing honor to one of the greatest, what would you even call her, actresses, comedians out there? All the above, entertainers, for sure. Stay golden, golden girls. Betty White yep. passed away um, not too long ago. New Year's, uh, uh, New Year's Eve, actually. Yeah. 
So I, I just want to say rest in peace to uh, Betty White. Um, you were hilarious. And she was literally hilarious. And I thought she was timeless because she was still funny and still and 99 years old. I didn't even know she was even sick. I think that they were fully expecting her to hit 100. Nice. Nice. Was getting her to turn 100. So um, I just want to say rest in peace to her. Uh, I also want to say that I try not to ever look back, even though this episode, it was all about looking back because we had to go over the year. So for the episode, we can look back. But otherwise, um, I always like to put years in my rearview mirror. So 2021 is in my rearview mirror and it's going to stay there. And all I'm doing is I'm looking forward because God put eyes in the front of your head for a reason. Look forward. No reason. I like to it. Look. I like it. I'm uh, I'm big into living in the present, living in the moment, not letting your past or your future dictate your now. So I will continue to push that philosophy on everyone. And, and the, the level of stoicism, I view a lot of this world of enjoy your present, embrace the present and allow things good or bad to come along. And it's a matter of how you respond to those things going forward, such as the Green Bay Packers being uh, 13 and two, possibly 14 and two after next weekend, locking up the number one seed in the NFC uh, playoff race. How'd the Cowboys do yesterday? They choked their butts off. They choked. They literally choked. It's hard to choke your butt off. Uh, I'm just going to be honest. I know you've called out my anatomy skills multiple times today. So I think I need to go back. I actually took anatomy and physiology in college because I was a physical therapy major, but I think I need to go back and, and try to check that stuff out. The butt bones connected to the heart bone, the heart bones connected to the ball sack bone. <laughs> it is. Damn it. Okay. So I think with that, that there is weekend draft. That there is B money. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We love you guys. Let's do 2021 big. 2022. 2022 big. God bless. <laughs> Mother fudge. <laughs>